HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. I'm Will Harris, and today's program has been brought to you by White Oak Pastures. Boys, I'm mellow as a honeydew. Yeah. That cat is high, look that look in his eye, oh man he's high, yes higher than a kite. Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm your host Damon Bolte, and the studio today we have three lovely, lovely ladies. Um, We have Ivy Mix, we have Lynette Marrero, and we have Claire Burton Link. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, you've been extremely busy for the last uh, year and a half with Speed Rack, which is an awesome all-ladies uh, cocktail competition that's gone national. You've yeah. gone uh, 10 cities and just rocked it out. Yeah, what, we, what we've basically been doing, we like to copy a saying from Ted Nugent. We've done intense titties in 10 cities. And, and our... Tour has finally come to an end. We started um, last June. We had our first event in New York, and we've toured across the country. And now we are finishing up our tour with a grand finale tomorrow at the Prince George Ballroom on East 27th Street in New York. Awesome. Yeah. Give us a little bit of background on, uh, or a little little lot background on uh, Speed Rack. Okay, so um, I'll just start off by saying a little bit what Speed Rack is. Speed Rack is an all-female bartending competition. I like to call it the NCAA of boobies and booze. Head-to-head competition, challenging women across the country on their classic cocktail knowledge as well as um, their speed, obviously, in making drinks. Um, this is Ivy talking. <laughs> we kind of like to say that we're challenging them to like have their nightmare Saturday night in a cocktail bar where they have right. to like make drinks fast. Your tickets are piling up, and exactly this is as a bartender. This is what we're trying to challenge you to do. Is this is the busiest night you've ever had? You're working service well, and Dale DeGroff decides to sit in front of you and watch you work. Ouch! This is what, yeah. <laughs> Not just Dale, but. Dale DeGroff, Audrey Saunders, Julie Reiner, and I'm at a freight tag to sit down in front of a service bar, and they're like, hey, what's up? Oh, can you make us four of these? We know you're busy, but we want these four drinks. So that's what... And not too sweet. And not too sweet. <laughs> not too sweet. Not too and sweet. don't forget your garnish. Exactly. Definitely don't forget your garnish. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, so the history of Speedback, how it all started is a while back, I was uh, in San Francisco. This is in August 2010, and I was joking around with a friend of mine about a... Uh, 
a cocktail competition or video that was out for a while in which she and I were both asked along with a few other women to com- to be videotaped shaking shaking drinks and we laughed about it because I thought I looked kind of silly and I was so nervous while I was doing it my jaw was so tense that it looked like it was a, I looked like a puppet or some sort of marionette <laughs> and she also thought it was kind of a funny thing and we were joking around about it we're like oh we're gonna we should make a competition just for women because we were asked to do this competition because we were women. The, the message was, hey, we don't have any women doing this thing. Will you guys please do it? Just be on camera, shake a little, and then that'll be that. So we did. So we decided that we wanted to uh, try it again, but with just women, and we're going to call it Speed Rack as a joke. We're going to take a double shake on camera, and that was it. Speed Rack referring to the uh, like the well at your bar. Exactly. So Speed Rack, double entendre. Um, what your is what you have all of your bottles and then use the most. And theoretically, if you are have a bit of a rack and you have to double shake, you will also have a speed rack. <laughs> we've had some big racks yes. Yes. over the years. We've had over some this year, <laughs> and some on the itty bitty t- we, t- yes. titty committee. We love all racks of all sizes, <laughs> exactly. but everything is bigger in Texas. Exactly, That's <laughs> Texas definitely had the biggest racks. Um, so I just this tiny idea, and we Wait, just you were in Houston, right? Yes. We were in Houston. Okay. Yeah, we I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So I had this idea and it just kind of went, away, laughed about it and that was it. And then there's a Super Bowl a year and a half ago. So not this past one, one before that. And I'm sitting at Mulholland's in Williamsburg. And Lynette comes in. She's the uh, president of Lupec NYC, which is the Lays United for the Preservation of Endangered Cocktails. And she comes in. And the second she comes in, she's like, hey, what's up? Good to see you. And I was like, I have this idea. I can't believe I've never told you about it. It's called Speed Rack. It's going to be for women. It's going to be a cocktail competition. And I think I want it to be for breast cancer, but I don't really know. We should talk about it. The next day, we, <laughs> we exchanged emails, and then it snowballed into this experience of us being like, we developed the, from a thought into a full skeleton and then a body of a really unique cocktail competition that we started. Yeah, I think we had kind of talked about, you know, part of those things were like talking about just competitions in general, too, at this point. You know, we were like, well, what works, what doesn't work, what feels weird. You know, we want it to be, you know, something where, again, like when we're talking about, it's like, yeah, it's a competition, but there's a lot of personal reflection upon what you're doing, which is important for, you know, it's not just like I made, I created the best new variation on some classic and here's my new cocktail. It was more testing you on what you actually do, which is a unique, I think, experience. Exactly. And we really, so we wanted to do this. And the main goal was to do something for women. Um, Lots of times, I mean, when I was I was bartending, I've been bartending for seven years. Um, but when I first started bartending, I was just doing highballs and serving mezcal because I haven't started a mezcal bar. But then when I started, when I wanted to be a cocktail bartender, it wasn't exactly the most um, welcoming of all things. It was like, oh, you are awesome in this community, but you should be a cocktail waitress. Um, you cannot grow a mustache, nor can you wear suspenders. So maybe you should just try a different line of work. <laughs> so... We decided both that we wanted to create this competition for women who are just as badass as in this industry and maybe who need a little more of a platform. Um, not to overshadow men, but just to get up with, with them, you know? Get another yeah. sh- highlight Some in Some of there. my best friends are women. Yeah. Exactly. Which we is love the women. point. Yeah, and that's, I think, where the Lupec, you know, coming... The Lupec, because we started Lupec New York in fall 2009. It was really about, you know, when I got into it, you know, I was working... Like, all my peers were guys because there were more guy bartenders. And, you know, I started as a cocktail waitress, but I worked... You know, both of us actually worked for Julie Reiner, who gave both of us the opportunity to yeah. be behind the bar. But I started as a cocktail waitress and, and were able to hop back there. And there was that opportunity for a longer... Like, before, I think... 
when it was so much smaller, this community, you can make that movement a lot easier if you were willing to work hard. Yeah. You know, and of course, like as it's gotten bigger and bigger, you know, it, it got a little harder sometimes. And that's when we started, you know, Lupec was really also about promoting these young women who we were seeing in great bars and, right. you know, and, and taking that whole coven of women and expanding it further. And then, you know, Speed Rack became this amazing opportunity to be to blow that up into this even bigger yeah. sort of opportunity and platform. And it's been a really insane thing. So uh, just the journey has been intense. When I got, when Lynette and I started, then we got, we talked to Lush Life Productions and we're like, we need to do video because we want video online. We want to launch online webisodes, which are going to actually launch in the next few days. If you guys want to <laughs> check it out, speed-rack.com. So we did the first event and uh, Claire Burton Lang was, uh, we call her the Wrangler. Yeah. She kind of, <laughs> She came up and she was like, I want to help. I want to volunteer. And we were like, word. And you guess this is radius. You guys can't see Claire. She's <laughs> tiny and petite and blonde and adorable. And I was like, whatever. Do it. And yeah, she really, she good. can get shit done. Yeah, she and all the, yelling at people. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she like becomes this amazing yeah. force and makes the event really successful. If you don't know Claire, um, she, at Tales of the Cocktail, she is you know works on the awards and she's been known within the industry for a very long time as somebody who, you know, wrangles the talent in general of working for different brands and, you know, getting people where they need to be for all these giant events. And if you've never been in one of these industry events, it takes more than just the people who show up to bartend. There's exactly. a lot of details. So Claire <laughs> then came on board with us for our national tour starting after New York City, which is the pilot last June. Claire came on board to make it all happen <laughs> for the rest of it. <laughs> to remind us of things we need to remember. and like, all stir straws for tomorrow. Stir straws for tomorrow. <laughs> Bring a pack, get a discount. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of where, we, where it has been, where it is now. And then tomorrow is the finals. And we, it's, yeah, exactly. We will crown the first ever Miss Virac USA. USA. <laughs> nice. She's going to get a tiara. <laughs> oh, okay. We're still working on that. We're still shopping. But. Yeah, that's that's Claire's job. Tiara by tomorrow. I've, I've had that's harder, for the intern. I've had harder tasks. Yeah, Speaking of, uh, I just want to touch on that a little bit. Um, uh, the the organization of these, especially just doing one in one city, is enough of a challenge. But doing ten cities, I mean, over the course of a year, that's that's like a whole job in itself. It, it sort of is, and it's something that. Um, for this in particular, every city is so different that it's um, every city is so different that it's been um, a challenge in every city. It's not like we got going and it got easier because sometimes our venue is a ballroom in a hotel and sometimes it's been a music venue and sometimes we can't get fresh fruit and sometimes, you know, the flight is getting in that morning for us yeah. and and it's um, but. You know, we all work equally hard and we work really well together to sort of divide and conquer. And one of us is dealing with the judges while another one is dealing <laughs> with the volunteers and someone else is dealing with the girls. And, and somehow we've much, made them all happen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. I personally have been to, I think, three or four new cities I've never been to before <laughs> because of Speedback on this tour. That's awesome. And it is awesome. Usually we're, I'm, I spend, you know, 36 hours in a venue and then, you know, kind of say hello to some museum I wish I went into on my flight out, you know? <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, it's been an insane tour. We, every, in every city truly, as Claire said, is so, 
so different. Yeah, um, and that's where we really, like, what we've, I think what's been one of the best things, what we've realized is this community is huge. We've realized, you know, and I think we kind of all been feeling it, but this cocktail community spreads across this nation, and we can all drop into any city exactly. and know somebody and work with somebody. And we've had, you know, we tap into our local USBG and LUPAC chapters and, and always have some sort, some captain in each city, whether it's, you know, head of, like, you know, we and they divide and conquer and help us because for us, you know, like just the simple task of being like, where do we get cups is like something that could be <laughs> yes, so exactly. silly. Porta like bars. bars. Or where do we, or where, guys, where's the best place to get 800 limes? What do you guys think? <laughs> so like we have people, we, there are captains, you know, we had um, like Charles Jolie in Chicago. We had Reza. Along with Lynn House and the yeah, Lynn House and all those people. Um, we've had in Houston, we had Alba Huerta, who happens to be a finalist. She's being, she won in Houston. She's going to come to She today. spent hours and hours organizing Houston. Like Houston, actually, which we have to give them a shout out. They were our most profitable city. Highest they made grossing. The, high, the highest grossing. They had a challenge to beat San Francisco, which was out of the gate of 2012. Yeah. Amazing and so supportive and crazy wild. And Alba, you're going to see her competition tomorrow. She knew that target number and she was going yeah. for it. She had chefs dress up as women and sell kisses at bars. She pre-sold <laughs> tickets. Every girl she had was like running around with speed rack tickets for a full week selling things. Well, speaking <laughs> of like how all the cities are so different is like Texas in particular as a state is a pain in the butt because it's class B and we couldn't oh, yeah, totally. we couldn't sell tickets at the venue and we couldn't take donations at the venue on the day of there the event. There could be no cash. Cash couldn't be exchanged yeah. because all the product was donated. It was dry. And coincidentally yeah. our venue was right next door to the local TABC offices. Oh my god. So we had to be very very <laughs> careful which meant that every single ticket had to be sold in advance. So we couldn't count on like people deciding that Sunday, like, hey, we're going to show up and buy a ticket at the door. There were no tickets at the door. So Alba managed not only to raise the most money, but to do it before we even set foot in the venue. And then <laughs> which win was the competition. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of which, <laughs> for everyone who might want to come tomorrow, it is a very good idea to also pre-buy your tickets. Um, I'm not sure if this is obvious enough yet, but I will say it again. Um, I said in the beginning, but Speed Rack is we pushed the double entendre further it's all for breast cancer. We donate 100% of everything that we get at the door. So donations. A ticket is a donation. Um, if you buy a raffle ticket, which we have amazing raffle t- prizes tomorrow, that's a donation. 100% of that goes t-shirts. to... T-shirts. T-shirts. 100% of that goes to charity. So tomorrow, we are selling tickets at a rapid pace. So if someone is interested in going, you should go to liquor.com or just go to our website, speed and you can be forwarded to liquor.com who's selling our tickets for us because this is a... Uh, popular event because people like to see and we're going to give you all a treat since you guys are here listening to us on the radio we have a code for special $25 tickets so since you're if you're listening to this and you're hearing this this code is RACK25 R-A-C-K 25 you get a $25 ticket which gives you an extra 15 bucks to come buy a a t-shirt so use your money wisely or buy a a rack of raffle tickets so you're saving 15 bucks but you'll get it back on the other end and try to get some fun stuff and that's on the website that is on the website yeah that's on the website but Um, not the code you Not have to be listening. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I also want to say if someone, I mean, for those of you who are out there, we want to give away some tickets to whoever is listening right now. So you guys can tweet at us um, or at speed underscore rack. And the first person to give us a correct recipe for an old pal. <laughs> 
you get two free tickets. So if you just tweet at us, and if you're right, we'll tweet no, back. We'll get your tweet name. You right. uh, <laughs> uh, if you weren't working tomorrow night, Damon, you'd be VIP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm actually trying to multitask here. I am doing Twitter and Facebook as we're actually live on the radio. Yeah, that's another so. thing. Claire's really good at this, and she's bringing us uh, me and Ivy into media. the social media world. I've never had to tweet Twatter as much as I've done for this competition. <laughs> we call it the Twat Box. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even have a person. Personal one, I just tweet from Lupec NYC, and this year and has been rack. and speed rack. But I, I, you know, it's it's interesting to see how much you know you have to like be involved. But the cause is really great, and we've had so many people really, um, you know, even specifically for New York, just people who want to help us out, like Amanda Hathaway from Bullfrog and Baum, Francine Cohen from Inside F and B, people yeah. who are just really donating their time to help support us, and and it's it's really touching and really amazing. And you'll probably start seeing some tweets from Audrey challenging all the girls to get ready. Yeah. She, the judges are tough. You yeah. guys, you know, the girls are, you know, practicing and they've been texting us and emailing us about, you know, questions. And so they, they know it, how serious the competition actually yeah, is. Yeah, it's really amazing. It's, it's really pushing the level of knowledge to a new one for these women competing. It's, okay, do you, okay, do you know, do you know how to make a Singapore sling? Okay, sure. If you know how to make one, that's great. But do you know how to make a good one? And do you know how you, <laughs> and do you know how to make it the way you like it? Because that's really what this is about. Okay, I know that in a corpse revive, I want to do three quarter, three quarter, three quarter, three quarter with some absinthe, you know? Um, but what about maybe you want to put a little bit more gin in there? It's about asking these women uh, sure. how to make it the way that they want it. I like four ounces in my of uh, gin in my Negroni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me also. Exactly. And, and hold the sweet vermouth. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's take a quick break and we'll get back. I want to talk to you about the, uh, the challenges in the actual competition. Let's talk about that because that's like we were just talking about. I really want to hear about that. We'll be back in just a moment. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass, and titties. Big booty bitches that's wearing guests. Come on, ho, let's go to the easy rest. When I see ass, titties, ass, and titties. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass, and titties. Big booty bitches that's wearing guests. Come on, ho, let's go to the easy rest. When I see ass, titties, ass, and titties. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass, and titties. play this commercial damon but uh it just felt wrong playing it over that music <laughs> we'll, we'll hire such a sweet guy so uh two seconds let's listen to this <laughs> white oak pastures is a 146 year old multi-generational family farm that works in cooperation with nature to produce artisan meats that is safe 
healthy, nutritious, and good to eat. Without fail, we ensure that our production practices are economically practical, ecologically sustainable, and that the animals are always humanely treated. We never falter in our determination to conduct our business in an honorable manner. For more information, visit whiteoakpastures.com. And we are back. <laughs> wow, that was a nice echo effect. Thank you. Dude, that was almost as good as our gotcha uh, sound effect. Yeah, I lost that, unfortunately. No way. I'd break it out right now, but... Can we have uh, a that's, that's, that was easy button sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are back. You're listening to The Speakeasy. In the studio today, we have Ivy Mix, Lynette Marrero, and Claire Burton-Ling from Speed Rack. We were just talking about the challenges of putting together 10 different cocktail competitions in 10 different cities. Um, and the challenges of, like, especially talking about Houston and Texas, you know, dealing with the TABC and, oh, man, it's 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 rough there. I always <laughs> want to, like... I, I want to. I really want to open a bar in Texas, but I'm like, God, I don't want to have Such to like buy all my stuff from like Twin Liquors, yeah. you know, on Sixth Street or whatever. Um, but that being said, you know, the whole uh, influence, like the the inspiration for this competition in the beginning was trying to get it to where uh, women behind bar, you know, mm-hmm. getting women behind bars and getting that respect and like making it a thing where it was a predominantly male run. Uh, industry and so i feel like you've you've like really like shown like with all the uh the challenges you've had with putting this competition together that you're like all right you guys suck (laughs) we've (laughs) just opened the box (laughs) (laughs) no pun intended or actually pun intended but i think (laughs) when we were looking at though like even the cities we chose to go to we went to cities when we really sat and looked at the map of the u.s which you can find on our website at www.speed-rack.com um we uh we thought about cities a where we knew there were really awesome women so Last year at Tales of the Cocktail, Ivy and I were running around meeting all these people, and one of the people who I met was actually uh, Alba Huerta, and I met Claire Sprouse, and Claire Sprouse who ended up competing in San Francisco because she moved, but knew that like Houston was a city we had to go to because there were so many great women, so the challenges were like, the challenges are going to be there, but we have to go, and we have to make this happen, and you know that was great because we had, I think we had actually 12, 12 or 13 women compete um, in Houston. They came from obviously Austin and Dallas. We had a couple competitors come in from the other cities, but it was really cool. You know, and the same thing with Denver where we had people come in from other places and Vegas as well. We had Vegas was considered open city. It was like Southwest open city. Like if you had, didn't have a speed rack competition in your neighborhood, you could fly to Vegas and DC was a combo, um, for DC Philly. But, you know, I think it was interesting because we knew a, we knew strong women down there. We knew Gina, Trisavani, you know, if we knew Phoebe Essman from Philly, so we're like, all right, we have to do one that's lower. I mean, our first one out of the gate, we have to give props to Lupac Boston because yeah. it was the first one and we decided Boston because... First one after our pilot. After our pilot, yeah. The New York one, at least like when you're home, you it's you can talk to people and get it happening. But Boston was our first one out of the gate and there were so many things that needed to be tested and happen and we couldn't have done it without Joy Richard and, and Kitty right. and Misty and all the girls from Lupac Boston who helped tremendously to make it happen yeah and but it's a yeah they've everyone has been really amazing but going back to kind of like opening up a bar in 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 houston or texas and like the challenges it's been 
I never knew how different states could be so incredibly difficult about just trying to get a little booze. I mean, Portland. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Portland. Or- Oregon is tough. Oregon too. was tough. It was really. That was wristbands. That was wristbands, and all the bartenders had to get temporary serving licenses that they had to get signed, wow. and they weren't allowed to drink behind anywhere near the bars. It was crazy. And yeah. you're asking women not to drink when they're about to be judged by Audrey. Yeah. That woman's yeah. Audrey. Yeah. Audrey. Julie. Let go cry. Oh, no, it's Audrey, Charlotte, Misty, Misty, and. and- Drag queen. drag queen and poison waters. Poison waters. <laughs> <laughs> poison waters is awesome. So you know they're not only in front of everyone who's in town for the cocktail competition, and you're asking these girls not to do a shot of like anything to calm their nerves. It well, was we had funny. that loading dock that they didn't have to know about, where we had donuts. <laughs> we, had do- we had fancy bacon donuts and shots. Voodoo donuts. Voodoo donuts. <laughs> So, speaking of challenges, what are some of the challenges that come out in the competition for the ladies? Um, how it works, I'll kind of give you a run through of what's going to go on tomorrow. At about 4.15, hopefully, 4. <laughs> We're going to be 4. Hopefully 4. We're gonna, we start the preliminary rounds. And the preliminary rounds is what we used to call the qualifying rounds, which was when, this was when we had sometimes 20-some-odd women show up, and we'd do a speed round. So, tomorrow, this is the preliminary round, and they... We will announce to them tomorrow morning what round of cocktails they're going to have to make in the prelims, which will be judged by our judges. So they'll get up and they'll compete against the clock, as we said before. They'll compete against the clock, com- making this four round of drinks, and they will be judged on that. Unlike the rest of the competition that goes quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, these women are competing against the clock, as, and they and um, it's not going to be a commentary with the judges. The judges will taste the drinks, take notes, and that'll be it. Then. We're going to have a ceremony um, where we will present the girls with some gifts that we'll talk to you about later. And then the comp- like the real kind of heart of the competition starts. And I said it once and I'll say it again because I think it's so damn clever. NCAA, the NCAA of boobies and booze. <laughs> because I think that's exactly what it is. It's head-to-head competition of speed and knowledge. So what happens? You have two girls that go up. We have these bars that are set up on stage. And the judges will get up there and they'll select four drinks at random so they've been given 52 cocktails classic cocktails to know the girls have to study if they they may they probably do know them already but in case they didn't that we give rough guidelines this is how you make like we say a manhattan is two to one with two dashes of bitters if you want to do you know three to one four to one that's up to you but maybe you want it's just guidelines it's just guidelines so the girls will get up there. So there's two girls up on stage, and let's say we have the judges select a, um, a Negroni, a Daiquiri, a Singapore Sling, and a Vesper, let's say. So the girls will then look at these drinks of a few minutes to set up the well, and then they'll compete head-to-head, and it's speed. So they'll make these drinks as quickly as possible, but they also have to be accurate. This is about making good drinks quickly, not insane drinks so quick, and they taste like shit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they make these drinks that go head-to-head, and then we have a special timing mechanism in these buzzers, so they slam down their buzzer when they're done. And then the drinks go to the judges. So if Claire and I are competing, and let's say I make my drinks in two minutes and ten seconds, like I've killed it, Claire looks at me, and she's still going. You know, she's like kind of taking her she's like making a garnish she's garnishing her old fashioned or whatever she's doing two twists it's gonna be beautiful but she finishes at two minutes and 35 seconds then the drinks go to the judges so just because i be here by time does not mean that i will win sure. the judges will then taste the drink and for instance an old-fashioned let's say dale or, or is the old-fashioned he'll hold these two things up and he'll say ivy you were so fast and i'll say yes i was so fast and i'm feeling really <laughs> good about myself he's like but that speed you know we're stirring on cold draft here this is 
insanely boozy old-fashioned. Old-fashions need to be diluted frequently. We put soda water in them with our sugar cube. You didn't. It's really kind of warm, and it's really kind of boozy. You should have stirred it. And not only that, I have an orange twist, but Claire over here took her time, stirred it. It's well diluted. There are two twists. It looks beautiful, and it tastes beautiful. Right. Um, Ivy, for this, I will give you a time penalty score. So he could give me anywhere from 0, 5, 10, 15 to 30 seconds to tack on to my time. For something like too strong, not enough twist, I'll probably get like a 10 or a 15. Mm-hmm. Probably more like a 10. So that immediately puts me puts Claire that much more in my striking zone. Then it goes to the next judge, and the same thing happens. So if you know, someone has my Vesper, let's say Audrey has my Vesper, and she's like, you totally bombed this one. Like, there's there's a so much delay. The Vesper's been tricky. Yeah, the Vesper's a tricky drink. So the <laughs> Ivy, there's so much delay. There's, I mean, I can't really taste any gin. Are, are people, are, are they using jiggers? Are they free pouring or both? We, combination. Combination. I mean, I mean, obviously that's probably judged into the uh, the whole equation too. It well, depends. Boston was all speed pour, all free pouring. Yeah. Uh, except for maybe. Vegas I, was mostly yeah, speed. But it, they tasted their drinks more than anyone. Yeah. Like the Boston girls straw tested more than anyone. Yeah. Uh, but even the girl who won Sabrina Kershaw, the last round there was the Clover Club. And she's like, I free poured everything else except my Clover Club because I really knew like with the egg and everything I had exactly. to be really tricky. So the girls have to evaluate for themselves. And we've been getting that question a lot like even for the prelim rounds which just to clarify for the prelim rounds they already know that there's three possible combinations of drinks which they have uh, practiced these yeah. three rounds other cities they already knew what drinks they were so they they whoever was in it had like knew what round it was for about a month tomorrow's challenge changes they're going to only know that for a few hours but they've had three combinations of, of rounds that they know it could be that they could practice so but and that's where it changes to the top eight it, it's more on the fly they don't know until the judges lift up that card and sure. now they have to like plan of attack so Hopefully, they've been pre-planning their prelim idea. One of the best examples of the way that the timing works, though, um, is Chicago in the finals. We had Jen Contraveos against Debbie Peak, and they were both rock stars. Like, within two seconds, they almost hit the buzzer. It looked like they hit the buzzers at the same time. And so it went to the judges, and it's like, that's where the judges really, really matter. And... I think in, for the first time in a finals in speed rack history, and this was the last city that we did, uh, Jennifer Contraveos had zero time penalties. Yeah, so every score. judge thought that her drink was perfect. Including a Clover Club, it, which yeah. is, an egg, I mean, egg white, raspberry. We do right. ours with um, Perfect Puree is a fantastic sponsor. If any bar out there does, needs anything fruit, anything puree, anything, anything, Perfect Puree has been a godsend to us. So I, <laughs> a, it's delicious, and B, they're just phenomenal and so fantastic wonderful people so um but it's tricky to make a to make a uh, clover club with just a touch of uh just a touch of raspberry sure. sy- you know puree it's not a raspberry syrup so right. yeah contraveos nailed it yes yeah, so that was amazing. like that was just you know how important it can be with the judging and whatnot yeah, totally so tomorrow basically that same thing will happen uh seven times so that scoring <laughs> system will happen girl girl on girl action one winner will go on till <laughs> right. the next round bracket until we, style bracket style until we have a winner nice. and yeah. then but there's so many good reasons to come tomorrow uh, one uh, we have a lot of beard winners beard award winners coming uh, we have chef Amanda Freytag who is from the recently crowned James Beard Award winning show Chopped and I'm a, like a food television like competition junkie so I love it and that's you know part of where we lo- get inspiration for like how Speed Rex judge uh, we have raffle tickets we have things like 25 person tasting from Compass Box Whiskey like 
awesome specialty bottlings. Come to the event. A gallon of maple syrup from Vermont. <laughs> from Vermont. Gift certificate, flatter and lounge. Yeah, you have all we these flatter and lounge. You get all these amazing things. You have an opportunity to come, show up. You have been given a discount today. Rack 25. Come in. At check out. Have an amazing time. And drinks from our sponsors. Punches served from our sponsors. Food from. All premium booze. We've got pies yep. and thighs. We've got Clover Club. We've Victor got Victor and Spoils. Spoils. And it's all unlimited. That's what you get when you, when you, when you decide to buy a ticket and it ha- make this donation. You get a plethora of punches from our sponsors. I mean, it is nice. it's absurd. And beer. How, and beer. Well. There's going to be a chartreuse, an ice chartreuse luge. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call yep. in sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, one of the raffle prizes is a uh, signed copy by Jim Meehan, uh, the PDT book, yep. which... Big props to them. Yeah, they got awesome. the James Beard Award, we the very it. first Cocktails bar are here. We're in James Beard. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And Jeff Bell from James uh, from PDT will be one of our barbacks because we can't do it without the guys that Bia support bra. us. Yeah. Support a rec. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Bra support Bia a rec. Like EO, please show up. Those boys will be there yep. too. Employees you got only. Michael Neff, yep. Employees Only. You've got Ward 3, Rum House, all your favorite bars in New York in addition to some people you've never met from other cities. Um, so come on by and meet all the wonderful ladies and, and everyone who's involved with the event. And yeah. I would also say to, to the listeners out there to like really get on buying those tickets because it's the Manhattan Cocktail Classic this week exactly. and there are a lot of people in town so yep. it could sell out real easily. Which yeah. is awesome too if anyone wants to like... It's- Every Speedwork event in, a, in every city has definitely been like a who's who. It's very like a nudge, nudge. Oh, hey, how you doing? So if people want to, like, if people want to see some if cool you faces, meet some people. you should come because that's it's definitely about supporting a cause that makes all of us come together as one unit. And it's fun. And it's fun. Yeah, Absolutely. It's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, I, I'm excited to uh, call in sick to work tomorrow and, <laughs> and sneak in. Um, so the website again is speed-rack.com. Dot com. And you the competition is tomorrow at four, four o'clock at the Prince George Ballroom on 15 East 27th Street between Fifth and Madison, just past the construction. <laughs> Make a left. We'll have banners out there, <laughs> balloons. So look for pink. It'll be there. That's us. Nice. <laughs> Lynette, Ivy, Claire, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Right. Thank you. And we'll see you next week on the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. Cheers. Look that look in his eyes Oh man, he's high Yes, higher than a kite Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes store You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening. Yes, he's high. Man, he's high up